I am here chatting with my dear, dear singer friend, Mariela Contreras tonight. We're just chit-chatting about the singer life and, um, you know, how much of a change we're all going through. And, uh, you know, it, it's a crisis and um, it's really hit the community really, really hard. Um, but there is good news. There's still good things happening and we kind of want to focus on that tonight and um, see where our conversation takes us. But let me introduce this lovely first. Um, this is Mariela Contreras. I have known her since she was 20 years old. <laughs> so I've gotten to see her um, grow into um, a really phenomenal person. She was phenomenal when I met her, but um, she's just really incredible. Um, as far as your musical background, you are um, based here in San Diego. You're a bilingual vocalist, and you're also an educator, right? And tell me the tell me who you've opened for. I uh, hi, I've opened for um, Eli Guerra, for. Uh, uh, Romeo Santos, for Selena Gomez, for Rosana. Um, no, I'm missing one more. Um, and Mana, for Mana, for the, the Mexican rock band Mana. Perfect. I had you do that introduction, so I wouldn't butcher <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, and also in 2016, you were selected as the lead singer for um, the uh, NFL team, the San Diego Chargers, when they were here in town. That was so cool. Yeah. And currently you're performing with your um, Latin pop and R&B band mm -hmm. um, with your trio Trace and with the um, San Diego Latin Jazz Collective. Yes. Am I getting that right? Yes, you are. Yes. And you put out um, quite a few singles last year with um, Jesse Audello producing. We're missing two more. Um, two more are about to come out. Uh, just working on the on the creative release of the two of two more singles that we work together. Awesome, and cool. And now you are um, you've just finished up some credentials for teaching, and um, along with that, you also host music, arts, and yoga camps for children throughout the summer with your organization. Um, let's start there. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for the introduction. Um, the organization that I've, I've, I've developed is called Musayo. It stands for Music, Arts, and Yoga. And um, it is an organization that was inspired by the yoga practice and by, by music and music education. And it is a way of teaching kids um, the very, uh, the beginnings of music theory mm -hmm. using um, a piano mat, uh, two octaves of a, of a yoga mat that have a piano printed on them. Mm -hmm. And um, kids learn to use uh, the symbols, the music symbols, like the treble clef for the right hand and the bass clef for the left hand. And um, they start uh, being prompted into yoga poses with the knowledge of the of the piano mat, kind of like a piano twister situation yeah. um, with with yoga poses involved. Um, they hold a pose for a quarter note for 
a half note for a, a dotted half note, you know, all the all the rhythm values. And they just they're just pretty much practicing um, music theory in a physical uh, in a physical way. Yeah. So I've uh, decided or I started that uh, organization in 2017. Um, I created the the yoga mat and uh, and I started testing it out on on a couple of my students and they really liked it and they really liked practicing yoga and they seemed to focus um, and learn the material more because it was a very hands-on um activity to practice and um after i saw how well it was doing with my kiddos i started hosting different camps around town um i did one uh for the athenaeum art center in in barrio logan last summer and we were supposed to start one this summer but we have to we have to figure out how we're gonna do that in a in a safe safe way <laughs> yeah and then an, another one was with sacra profana the the choir organization, the nonprofit organization that's here in San Diego as well. I, I collaborated with them. So um, so slowly I've been uh, building the curriculum to be able to offer this experience uh, for, for kids during the summer and for kids in the classroom as well. Yeah. Um, so the credential program that you just finished, does that kind of work in line with this work that you're doing or are they just two totally separate things? Or are you marrying them somehow? <laughs> Um, you know what the intention of the credential was to legitimize the the program and to develop a curriculum that was uh, following the California uh, Common Core standards and um, and the intention was to be able to legitimize the curriculum and 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 it's in it's on its way it's being it's being legitimized and it's being um, uh, validated by a panel. Of professionals mm -hmm. that are giving me some feedback on the curriculum, but I somehow got a little bit uh, distracted. <laughs> I don't want to say distracted. It was it was a great great thing, but I was um, kind of like uh, how do you say it? Um, not shoved or pushed. That's way too aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I was lightly moved <laughs> towards um, multiple subjects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, towards towards um, uh, multiple subjects. So that means that I can teach any subject. I could be a school teacher. Um, but then I started realizing, like, how can I make it so that school teachers can integrate this and use math and language uh, to teach music? Mm -hmm. So I did see a lot of um, opportunities to, to marry both and all subjects. Um, so I'm working on that. I'm, like I said, working on the curriculum so that a school teacher can easily implement um, some quick yoga practices for their kids in between, in between a math lesson, in between a language arts um, lesson, and have it be something fun for the kids where they're they don't even realize they're learning music, but they are. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so cool. It makes yeah. my heart so happy because as long as I have known you, you have one, been a kid person. You are that type of person that kids are just magnetized to. You you have such a, you know, a gift for, you know, relating with children and just making them, you know, feel wonderful. And I've also known you as being 
such a committed student. You're like a lifelong learner and you've always been pursuing um, your education and just, uh, you know, taking on more and more. And um, it's just, it just makes my heart so happy to see, you know, you going down this road because it's like, it just seems perfect. Thank you. It yeah. feels, it feels that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels very right. And it feels very, uh, um, I don't know what it is about, about kids that really, they, they energize me. And anytime there's a kid in the room, I just feel like there's, there's, there's future in the room. And, and, Aww. and I just think it's, it's very important to, to give them the best that we can as grownups and to guide them towards, towards, um, towards good knowledge and, and education. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've also known you all this time as a working professional singer as well. Um, so at, at the beginning, of course, I, we introduced all of the, uh, the, um, bands that you're working with now. Um, but now that we find ourselves in this situation, um, what are you working on right now, staying musically involved? Um, well, I think, um, coming, coming out of being in school, I, I realized how much I shifted my attention towards studies. And I kind of, I don't want to say neglected, um, my artistic self um but i did give i split myself and i i gave myself to education and Mm -hmm. even though i kept singing and i kept performing um i now have the time now that i'm out of school i have the time to actually work on my voice and to and to write music again and uh and to perform um so right now I have a, a stream every Friday with my boyfriend, Tonga Rossmau, um, at 6.30 here in our living room. We, uh, we, we sing songs that we both like and that I, I usually don't have the chance to perform live. <clears throat> so we've been, we've been, we've been streaming online and, um, and I've been writing a lot. I've been writing so much, trying to take advantage of, of the, the time I have to myself to, to just write and to write. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I, saw, I, I watched your live and it was awesome. I loved it so much. So everybody should go and watch that. Um, we have some friends that are have joined us here on Facebook. Um, Michael Gein, he's sending out big hugs to both of us. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Mike. And, uh, Tim Moore, he's here too. Um, Tim has a um, a cabaret night that he does um, online, and he's inviting us to do that. So we'll definitely okay. have to check yeah. that out. That's so cool. Um, and some other friends, Robert Dove's here. Hi, Robert. Yay. Forgive me if I'm missing anybody, but I'm just I can't read the comments that quick. <laughs> Hi to all of our Facebook friends. Thank you yes. so much for for logging in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I wanted to ask you, um, so you're, you're doing your Facebook live and I don't know about you, but when all of this hit, um, obviously it radically changes the pace of our life. You know, Mm -hmm. um, we're accustomed to, um, just 
kind of living on this gig schedule or school schedule and it's such a such a huge abrupt change but for me I was like immediately compelled to start doing all of these things that I had you know otherwise neglected like online courses I had bought ages ago and you know working on my um, piano skills which are like grossly neglected or <laughs> what were some of the things that you jumped into that you hadn't had a chance to do? Oh man. The first thing I jumped into was eating. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <I> just... yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was one thing, not musically related, but um, that was the first thing. But um, I immediately jumped into <clears throat> listening back on recordings and, and trying to trying to work on my voice. Mm -hmm. um such a such uh such an instrument you know and and just like maybe piano hasn't gotten your your attention <laughs> um <laughs> my voice didn't my voice didn't and <clears throat> i was i was i wasn't really working on it so i immediately faced the um the <laughs> the reality of recording my voice and listening back <laughs> and and it's, it takes, it takes some courage to listen back and say, well, this is what I need to work on. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to get comfortable with listening back and saying, and having my boyfriend, um, <laughs> give me some advice that sometimes I don't want to hear, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I have You're to like, honey, it. does my voice sound fat in this recording? <laughs> Can you hear the cupcakes I ate last week? No, no. Um, <laughs> well, I, I started recording and listening back. I started playing guitar. Um, so I've been playing a lot of guitar. Uh, and what else did I do? I started immediately started writing um, and just remembering that I'm I've been a singer for a long time. And even though I got a little bit, um, I went on another path for a, a while and a little bit. There's a way for for uh, music to exist in education, so I am trying to um, to integrate music into the classroom and see how I'm going to <clears throat> have my kids engaged through music and at the same time keep working on my guitar skills and my and my voice. So, so that's that's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I answered yeah. your question. How about um, home recording? Had you ever been into that, or are you getting into that now? I am. Um, I haven't before. I haven't, I've never, I always go to somebody and somebody always does it with me. I've recorded my students, but I'm at the, I'm like super beginner with, with, with logic and with, and with other, um, programs. Uh, so I'm starting to learn. I'm learning a lot of recording and recording instruments. Um, so I've been trying to learn more about recording myself, which I think every vocalist should do. I think it's very important to know um, a little bit about your voice and how it works when it's recorded. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. <laughs> learning. No, I was the same too. And I think I, it was something I always wanted to do. I always wanted to have, you know, a great recording situation here that, you know, if a project came my way, I could just do it. Um, but I just hadn't gotten to it yet. And um, this really, you know, forced me to put things together and um, kind of face, I think my fear around it was 
um, the technology and just, you know, being unsure of that and just, uh, I don't know, not wanting to deal with it. But now that I faced it, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> right. And I've had all this equipment all this time and, you know, it's just great. Right. And I think you're, 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 I mean, you're wonderful. You usually figure things out very easily and you're super tech. You're, you are techie. You are savvy. I remember, I remember, um, having some technical issues in the past and you just guiding me through them. So, so I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, if, if both of us can figure this out, any singer can, anybody yes. can. So it's just a matter of clicking away, <laughs> just click until it does what you want it to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And I, I think that any, you know, singers out there that, um, you know, do want to record and still want to be involved with performing and everything, um, just go for it because honestly the technology isn't that complicated anymore um, you can start with something as simple as your laptop and a usb mm -hmm. mic and um just you know even if you've got just garage band or something mm -hmm. on your computer you you'll be up and running you know within an hour doing your thing and it's it's so worth um just trying and and you know getting into it yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah so <laughs> How do you think, you know, after, since we've been in um, the shelter in place for so, so long now, um, things are so indefinite about, you know, when we'll be back um, performing. Um, I know it seems like things in California are moving along quicker now, but it, it could definitely be a while, you know, what, how do you think this has changed you permanently like are you looking at your career or the way you approach things differently and let me let me preface that by the reason i'm really asking this is because um i saw um rebecca jade on sunday and we were chatting and she said um it would be such a shame if we came out of this without having learned something great about the world or ourselves or, um, you know, that we don't come out changed for the better. Um, and I just, I love that she said that because I've really been thinking about that since. Um, what, what do you think about that? Have you changed anything or are you a different person now? <laughs> um, <clears throat> man, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, yeah, it would be a, a big shame, uh, to, yeah, to not take this as a lesson. Um, I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I think it set in probably a month ago when um, we started getting our routine for grocery shopping and for um, and for going out and 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 not seeing our our friends and family and doing the online stream every every Friday. I'm like, well, when is this online stream going to stop? <laughs> when is it going to turn into into an actual performance. And I started reflecting on it and thinking, well, you know, I mean, what, it, what do we do? We do, we bring people together in one place and people usually come to performances to escape, you know, work to, I mean, to have fun and to, and to enjoy time with their friends and with people. And, you know, it, it does really sadden me that <clears throat> if you really think about it, it's not going to happen like that in a, in a while, in a, I don't know. I don't, 
I don't like thinking about it because it makes me so sad. But, yeah, you know, people find ways of of coming together. And we as humans are very creative. Yeah. And um, I think there will be a time I'm optimistic. I'm absolutely optimistic that there will be a time where we are going to be back um, to being able to be close together in a space, mm-hmm. listening to music um, and being with friends. Um, but for the meantime, I think <clears throat> adapting to the situation and, and, and being safe about it uh, will, will lead us to that moment when we can get back to things uh, to, again. I am, I'm just, I can't, I'm so thankful for what we do and, and just thinking about what we, what our performances on Tuesdays, I would perform with the San Diego Latin Jazz Collective on Tuesdays at Prohibition in San Diego. Everything is tight and people are so close together. It's hot, so people mm-hmm. are sweating everybody's drinking, everybody's talking close to each other. I'm like, ah, that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> like, we're not going to be that close anytime soon. So I'm thinking, what, what, um, you know, maybe house streams, uh, maybe going over to the businesses and supporting businesses and, and doing some kind of partnership with businesses where music and art, um, are streamed together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be an adaptation, you know, in, in, in education, I'm going to tie this in because in education, we always find a way to adapt mm-hmm. uh, and differentiate learning for different kids. Yeah. So, you know, you, you just, there's always a way you just always have to try different things until the right thing works. Um, and I'm a firm believer of that. I, I absolutely believe that, that, we will all come out of this and we will all learn a lesson, I hope. And I don't know. Did I answer your question? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking, talking. Yeah. talking. Um, did. There's, there's, there's a million things that can come out of this. I mean, I think it's going to change the way that, like you said, like we make music together, at least um, mm-hmm. for a while. And thank God there are such creative minds out there because I think ideas for performance platforms are probably popping up all the time and people are going to come up with you know these great brilliant ideas that we hadn't otherwise tried before um but i i also think just as such um you know social creatures with our our bands and you know musicians and everything um it's made me look at um my relationships just in a completely different light. I'm normally a pretty introverted person. So being at home by myself all day is not a real negative. But since it's been, <laughs> since it's been so long, I just, um, it really has made me realize just how, um, you know, how much I do need people and, and how much I just truly love our, you know, our, community and just you know all the good that they they pour into our lives and Mm -hmm. and that's definitely a huge void right now so really hoping that um you know that we we are (laughs) we are back Mm -hmm. with one one another soon i mean i'm wondering if they're gonna i mean here's an idea (laughs) 
I'm wondering if someone's going to make a mask specifically for singers, mm. like with a already a, a mic built into the mask, you know, yeah, some something where, you know, mm. like a filter. I don't know. <laughs> like, what can we do for singers? We sing and we, you know, we use the mic. We, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, do you watch SpongeBob SquarePants? Okay. You know, Sandy, the squirrel, how she wears her little dome. I don't see why that wouldn't work. It's you worth trying. Um, paint the, the little dome. Have some water ready with a straw right yes. there. <laughs> it'll just fill up enough so you can sip for a while and then it'll come back down. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We have some people making some comments over here and let me see if I can scroll <laughs> to get to some of them. Hi, Chuck Phillips. He's Hi, Chuck. Miss you, Chuck. Um, <laughs> yes. So Jeff Evans is asking, when are you appearing on The Voice or America's Got Talent? Is that are, are the TV shows something you ever considered in your career? You know what? I did when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, but I started, I don't know, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was insecurity, I have to admit. Um, uh, just not having that like huge belting Kelly Clarkson voice, you know, um, I have, and I'm getting, I'm still getting to know my voice after 11 years of singing professionally. It's, it's still, I'm still trying to get to know it. I think I have like a soft, a soft, um, more intimate and soulful voice. Mm -hmm. And I've always, I'm like, I don't know if I could, <laughs> if I could make it to any big round, you know? So mm -hmm. maybe it is something I need to reconsider and say, you know what, there's, there's beauty in all kinds of voice. I don't have the belt to right. express right. my feeling. So I don't know. That's a good question. I, we just recently had, I mean, we have uh, a San Diego, um, San Diego artist on America's Got Talent right now. They're actually, I think I'll give them a shout out They're They're, um, they're going on tonight. And it's the Voices of Our City Choir, yes, led yes. by Seth Johnson and Rob Thorson. Uh, Rob Thorson and um, Ed Kornhauser is also playing. So I know, I mean, some of our lovely San Diego community peeps are are there, and also Miss Cedris. That's right, Cedris, killing it on the voice. Was she? Yeah. I think she's home now, but but she did an amazing job. That was so cool. Yeah. So maybe you know, after seeing them, I might be. Uh, motivated and inspired to to say well, I'm gonna try it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've always had like mixed feelings about um the shows I auditioned for American Idol when it um first came out um but I've just kind of had this like love-hate relationship with um you know making uh, I don't know having feelings about how it's produced and the authenticity of it all but I think as time goes on I've really, I've really loved the, um, I don't know, the diversity and just the kind of the unique talents that they've pulled out. I've really loved seeing that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I think that I think maybe it is making space for yeah. other types of singers other than the, you know, Kelly Clarkson belters, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah, kind maybe. Of opens the door and shows us stuff that we didn't otherwise, you know, know that we liked. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Also, I think um, there's, I've had a confusion with um, singing in English and in Spanish. Um, so I've always, I've always just debated. <clears throat> I've always debated, like, if I audition, do I audition with Spanish or do I audition with English? How do like, how do I sound in English and in Spanish? So that's something that I've always tried to nail down and say, well, what do I sing? Do I sing in English? Do I sing in Spanish? Do I sing in both? You know, what, yeah. what did, what is it? So I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, the music, the singles that you're putting out, um, was that a big debate for you when you were creating that music? Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed to sneeze. Um, <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> um, yes, it definitely was. And later on when I, uh, release the last single that I have with Mr. Jesse, um, I'll, I'll write up about it and, and say, well, I'll tell you, I'll give you the exclusive. Um, <laughs> heard it first here. Heard it first here. <laughs> I was I was sitting in the studio and we were mixing mixing the vocals and and the instruments and well he was I was watching, um, <clears throat> but uh, I told him you know what I want to record this song in one language and then I want to record it in another one. I want both languages to be represented. And then he just turns around and looks at me and he says, "Why don't you just do them?" two languages in one song. Why don't you bring those languages together? And I, in my mind thought, no, no, I can't, I can't mix languages. That's not allowed. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking about it and thinking about it. I'm like, who says this is not allowed? Why is, why are two languages in one song not allowed? You know? And I live by this through my credential because it's, it's a bilingual credential. And what we learn as teachers is that some, some kids know both languages and they don't know the correct way to say something in one language. They don't know the correct way to say it in another language and, and they use what they have in their toolkit to express themselves. And that is okay. That is okay. There is no right way to say something in a language hmm. unless it's academic, but we won't go in there. But my point is that for expression, I can bring both languages together in one song and they can coexist in one song. And when he told me that, I decided to to mix the languages in, in one of the songs that's going to be coming out. Um, <clears throat> and and that was my way of, of bringing both languages together and, and being okay with it myself because I grew up in, in a Mexican household where you could not mix languages. You cannot mix languages at all. And... Um, <clears throat> And I kind of said, you know what, I'm taking a stand. My family might not like this, but I have the best intentions for mixing languages here because I want this song to be understood by both audiences. Mm -hmm. So, um, so <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> oh, well, I was asking, you know, if that was, if that was a choice that you really debated was doing it yeah. in both languages. So it was both languages are, 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 part of me now like I don't I speak both I don't I'm not native to either one of them at this point and and um I am having a hard time writing in English right now everything is coming out in Spanish but I'm thinking well give it some time mm -hmm. you know there's there your heart will express itself 
in both languages. So you just need to allow it. Yeah. 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 Well, isn't that really, I mean, that's really the work of developing your artistry is just carving out that very unique space in, in the world that is purely uniquely you. And that is really hard to do sometimes. Right. And I think it's amazing that you opened up to doing that because, um, that is you, you know, you're bilingual and that's, that's actually, that's a very important characteristic that you hold in your life, even mm -hmm. with, you know, your education. Right. And, um, I think that it, you know, that'll be something that also differentiates you and your music. And, you know, I think, uh, we just, we trip ourselves up so much when we get into that, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that type thing. That's, um, that's tough. Right. We shouldn't uh, build those barriers for ourselves. <clears throat> I think it takes a while to break them down, especially with, with music. And I think, um, I think we should, I think creativity should have no boundaries um, mm -hmm. when it comes to, to what, what's expressing, expressing what's in your heart. It doesn't matter what language it is. So uh, just, I would say, tear those barriers down and just start, start creating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, I think, um, you know, you come from the same background as me doing um, a lot of covers. So we get this mixed message as singers, where as cover artists, we want to do a really great interpretation and do justice for the original artist. And, you know, oftentimes you're hired to sound like mm -hmm. the people that you're covering right but then when we try to step into our um you know individual artistry that is really really difficult and it's hard to find you know a kind of click into what your you know your unique sound is i find that um you know when i'm trying to write um i get really really caught up in that um oh this is you know this is not a commercial way of writing something or, you know, this doesn't sound in your lane. Right. Things like that. Right. It's, it's, it's really hard to break out of that. Right. It is. I think like how, okay. Um, so I know the rules I'm supposed to sing like this artist, but after doing it so much, yeah, you know, like you said, like, like we've done, it's like, well, I don't know what my voice sounds like. Um, take some searching. It takes some, some really some digging and searching and trying to say, well, right now I'm not being a cover artist right now. I'm being, I'm speaking from the heart. So what does that sound like? Yeah. That takes yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. What's your writing process like? Do you uh, just kind of start working if, if inspiration hits you or are you deliberate about scheduling writing time or how's that work for you? Uh, lately it's, it's been journaling. What's le leading me to a lot of, um, oh. soul searching. Mm -hmm. So I'll wake up in the morning and I'll start journaling my three pages, uh, or two, um, start journaling. And then if I, if I sense or see that there's a, a topic that I'm repeating and repeating and repeating, I'll start working on that topic and I'll just, you know, let's say for example, um, yesterday it was, <clears throat> it was, you know, I, I haven't written about love <laughs> as Courtney as that, as court, <laughs> sorry, as cheesy as that sounds, <laughs> I haven't written about love. And, 
And, you know, I've gotten to a point where, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm very much in love and I want to write about it and I want to sing about it in my words, not in somebody else's words. And I just started digging into that. I'm like, okay, so what does it look like to me? What, what is, what do I feel? What do I, you know, and all of those questions and just writing down whatever comes to mind, no order, no pattern yet. Mm -hmm. um, just writing whatever comes and then having that sitting in my head and in my, and in my heart, I'm like, oh, and I'm, if I'm cooking or if I'm like doing something that doesn't require much thinking, <laughs> um, I just come back and say, oh, I have an idea. And I, I'll just write it down, you know? So there's, it's a very intimate process to me. It's, it's just writing and get and talking to myself. And, and that's what I tell my students. Um, you know, don't, don't try to write for an audience. Don't try to, don't try to stay with these, between these boxes. Don't limit yourself. Write first. And, and then when you have the subject thought out yeah. and, and felt, you can bring it in and start organizing however you want it. Um, so that's been, that's been what's given me the three songs that I've released that I'm very proud of. Um, and that's, that's pretty much how I worked them. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's, that's a great process too. I'm, I am kind of convinced for myself that I'm not going to make much progress if I don't schedule the time to do it. But, you know, I, things are different in my household. So, <laughs> but I do, I love that process though of, um, because if I, if I try to think through the idea of a song, I immediately am trapped in the, okay, well, this is how this would, you know, be structured the right way to do something. But it is those times when I think I just kind of allow myself to like brain dump and just, um, mm -hmm you know, let it come out dirty and whatever yeah. <laughs> to the yeah. paper, then yeah. it, then it's easier to um, refine it and not make it feel so, you know, mechanical. Exactly. And don't get me wrong. I mean, the initial process is that brain dump that you're speaking of. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I do set goals. I say, well, by the end of this week, I want to have this, this song done. So, mm -hmm. you know, there are times where I sit down and uh, I have to work on this today. Um, I think the online streams have kept me um, like on a, on a tight schedule because I purposely mentioned that I'll have a new song next week mm -hmm. so that I have to finish it. <laughs> so I, I know I do believe in structure. I mean, within the structure, there is there are liberties and I make sure that I I kind of trick myself into being free. <laughs> within like you have to finish this <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh my gosh yes well you are you are a very disciplined person um <laughs> you know i've known that you're you you know when you have a goal you just kind of like power through it and i i really admire that about you um let me check the comments here oh kevin Lato says hello mariella hi kevin you know I'll speak to that. I, um, she has helped me a lot with my voice. You know, a lot of, a lot of the understanding that I have about my voice comes from her and her advice. And the first three songs that I released, um, 
were all under her instruct like she gave me the training to record those voices and um you know I've been I've been meaning to come back to lessons I really am <laughs> and she knows that um but it's been hard sometimes I think I can do it on my own and then I think nope I need I need somebody else to help me um to guide me you know to guide me through these exercises yeah so so big shout out to Miss Kevin Lato yeah, she's pretty awesome yeah um speaking of that um I think um I I really love working with singers who are really professionally minded who really want to get into the business it's just it's just an area um that I have special interest in um and I like I said from the beginning met you when you were 20 years old but you had already started singing professionally you started like at 13 14 years old singing in Tijuana yeah. and performing um just looking back um if you had to give advice now to a young singer who is thinking about um, either getting into the business or getting their music education, looking back, are, is there advice that you'd give them based on, you know, um, things that you would have constructed differently or how would you go about it now if you were just starting? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> um, whew. Well, now looking back, I think um, I don't I don't regret any of my path. I am thankful for for how things got laid out specifically for me and, and the search, you know, but if I would be advising a young singer, it would say, make sure you you learn an instrument, make sure you learn an instrument. Um, from a young age, um, I would, I would really advise them to, to get to know their voice by journaling. Always, always uh, journal, get to know your voice, get to know your feelings. Because when we start singing covers, we start imitating and specifically mm -hmm. loved imitating. I loved imitating um, the artists. <clears throat> so I think my advice would be to learn an instrument to um to get to know their voice and know that there is a difference between singing somebody else's song and singing your own mm -hmm. and i'd say do it as much as possible sing as much as possible go out um go out and sing collaborate with people um get out in the scene go listen to people sometimes our students or our younger singing students are young and they can't go into bars Mm -hmm. um, but I think now more than ever, you could just like go into the online streams of artists. I know, of course, if you're 18 and older or 16 and older and your mom and dad let you into the internet, go search for your favorite artists, look at them, observe them, um, listen to their interviews. Uh, <clears throat> but I think those would be my, my biggest, my biggest, um, uh, uh, tips for young yeah. singers. I, I think that's all really, really great advice. And I think something that I've seen you do in your career that seems like it has, um, you know, kind of kept you on this forward moving trajectory towards, you know, all of the different things is that you are, um, 
you were, you've always been willing to take risks and try new things and put yourself in different um, situations um, just to, you know, keep moving forward into like better your craft, better your business sense and just your overall education. I mean, um, I've seen you take little risks to big risks. And, and one that comes to mind is, I mean, you um, took a gig on a remote island and you were there for a long time. And that was, you know, that was a big risk that you took. Um, but I'm just, I am totally a firm believer that, um, you know, we just have to listen to our gut sometimes. And if, even if there's the smallest voice that says, just try it, you know, yeah. just do it. It really is incredible how one thing will lead to another, will lead to another. Mm -hmm. um, does anything come to mind for you? Like maybe something coming from that gig that you took? Um, what, what was the island that you went to? I went to the Maldives Islands. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did anything ultimately, you know, kind of spin off from that for you that led you to something else or maybe some a different situation altogether? Oh, man. I have such, I mean, you say that and I just, I have to smile because that was, that was a big highlight for me as a singer um, because of the company and because of, I mean, the place. Um Oh, um, I think, well, that's where I wrote my three singles. That's where I had the time I was isolated and, and, um, I had the, the time to, to think and to dig and to really reflect on, on my voice and, and my path as a singer, because I was, I was, I couldn't believe that I was contracted to go across the world in an Island that's South of India in the middle of the ocean. Um, to sing. I couldn't believe that I was actually sought out to, to go and sing. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, if I'm, if I'm worth this, you know, and, and I need to, I need to make sure I, um, I need to make sure I take this seriously uh, and, and really, really dig into, into what I have to say about, about my thoughts and everything. So that experience was such a such a blessing to have at that moment in my life, um, and the company. I mean, I, I went with one of my favorite guitarists, Mr. Dusty Bra, um, and he he was just one of those musicians uh, that just he let me do an experiment, and he would he would just you know yeah sure try it yeah let's go for it, and I think. That's another big thing that I would advise a singer is to surround themselves by musicians that em encourage them, empower them, that teach them things, you know, you should never feel inferior for being a singer, not, you know, sometimes we go into this singing and we don't really understand how music works or how, how musicians play certain chords or, or how, you know, yeah. even if you don't know, um, just make sure you're around people that are willing to teach you these things and make sure you're willing to hear them and be curious about it and, and, and help them. You know, I, I was listening to Rebecca's interview and then she said something like, hang up, hang out, help them pack up. That's, you know, that's when you learn, that's when you learn um, what goes where. And I mean, don't pack up too much because then they have their own way of packing instruments, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> don't try to load it in their car. No. Don't do that. <laughs> 
right, right. But um, but yeah, surround yourself by you know you should you should never feel inferior for not knowing something um, that an instrumentalist is doing. Ask, just ask them. Yeah, that's yeah. great advice. It really is, and I I think, um, you know, not not that you're putting yourself in like a inferior situation or subservient situation or whatever, but I think that when you put yourself in a place where you're working with um, musicians or singers who are more experienced than you or you know have qualities or talents that you kind of are aspiring to um singers and musicians that set the bar high um i think that's a great thing and Mm -hmm. and um you know to be mindful if you find yourself in um projects where um your skills are i don't i don't mean for this to sound like this but say you're the best person in your band. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, you know, not that that is, it's not a bad situation to be, but, um, I'd always be looking for, you know, opportunities to, to, um, grow and, you know, build on your musicianship, but, um, that it it can be hard though. I mean, we, you know, we want to, um, there is, there is this, special dynamic between singers and and musicians um and there is a little bit of this um i've I've just found we kind of get into this like trying to prove yourself right like you said you know you can sometimes feel um that that doubt or that inferiority um comes in but i think it's easily dealt with if you just allow yourself to be open you know to somebody else's um guidance and try to try to let your guard down or your ego down as <laughs> much as you can because right. that's really where the growth in your you know your life and your right. skill level will take off right some i have i'll add this um some of the best singers and instrumentalists that i continue to work with understand the work that each other does some of the best singers understand how instrumentalists and the work that they have to do to learn a song like they they have to do a lot of work to learn a song and then some of the best instrumentalists that i've worked with understand what it takes to sing you know our instrument is not visible we we have to do a lot of intuitive healing to understand what's going on to produce a sound Mm -hmm. so i think um i think just being aware being very aware of um of what other people are doing to be there with you and make music with you at the end of the day the goal is to make music and to feel good and to make others feel good about music um and what they're listening to so i think bringing down the ego the ego and say Mm -hmm. um uh you know i want to understand what you're doing and i'll explain what i'm doing you know let's let's understand each other so that there's there's um peaceful, you know, a peaceful way of making music an environment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I think a lot of it too is it like, well, I think this is exactly what you're saying, though, is just appreciating, you know, everybody's skill set and, and, you know, knowing that everybody is, is a, um, you know, contributes in their own way. Um, And I think the more you look at your group situations like that, and look at the people around you, and just appreciate 
everything that they bring to the table, whether that's um, musicianship skills or style um, or just personality, mm -hmm. you know, B bands can be such a family dynamic, um, but you know, you're all uh, kind of cogs in, in a wheel, right? That, that just kind of make things um, go round and the more that you can, well, I'm really speaking personally here because <laughs> I have felt the more, the more that I kind of just allow, um, everyone to be and do their thing, um, the, the easier it is to, um, get along and be creative with one another and, um, you know, just enjoy the process a whole lot more. And I relate that to the classroom. Like I recently started, um, trying to, trying to understand both of my worlds and say, well, I'm in the classroom, I'm performing to this kids mm -hmm. and they're all band members. They all have different talents and I just need to see how we all contribute to this one beautiful song. <laughs> so I have my little artists that I'm, that I'm very thankful to be around. And at the same time, I, I go back to music and I say, well, I'm just trying to create a different kind of song over here. Mm -hmm. Got to treat it, treat it that way. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me tonight. I, you know, I always love seeing you, wish I could see you more, but, um, you know, I'm always lurking on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> watching you. <laughs> so happy for everything that's going on in your life. And um, tell everybody again about the live stream that you guys are doing and where they can find that. Right. Um, so uh, Tonga Ross Mao, um, and myself, we do a, a live stream every Friday at 630. Uh, you can log on to either of our Instagrams. Uh, my Instagram is music Mariella. Mm -hmm. um, and then his Instagram is the art of Tonga. Mm -hmm. And then you can also log on to Facebook to his Facebook his uh, his Facebook handle is Tonga Ross Mao. Um, we can type that on the on the chat. Yeah, we'll put it in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, we're 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 here every Friday. We do about 20 minute sets and we um we usually yeah, we usually do the songs that we like. Try to yeah. serenade you on Fridays. Yes, it's so great. I loved it. So that gives everybody about three days to get their requests in. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. But make sure you check it out and um uh, I'm going to be doing these um, interviews uh, once or twice a week. I just kind of want to keep it up just to, you know, keep the um, keep the good news circulating because it, it, it while it is, you know, a tough time for sure, there are really good things going on um, in the community. And, and I think, um, you know, the more we just kind of keep looking forward and supporting one another, the better. So, um, if you're here now, um, there's going to be more great singers like Mariella on in the future. And I spoke to um, Whitney Shea last week and Rebecca Jade. So take a look at those um, interviews. Those were some really great conversations. And um, if you're a singer out there and want to do the interview with me, just contact me and um, we'll try to make that happen. But um, I guess we'll just say goodbye to everybody for tonight. And, and I'll put all of your info in the links. and. Um, 
I just love you so much. I, I love truly, you so truly much. miss Thank you. you and-, so and I have to say this wonderful, wonderful lady, um, Miss Danielle, you have mentored me. You have been a mentor to me um, coming over to the States and singing. Uh, you showed me the ways <laughs> of what it is like to sing in, in San Diego and in, in Los Angeles and all around. Um, so thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for um, for bringing singers, uh, for bringing a light on singers and, and then um, for just being a wonderful, wonderful mentor, a wonderful coach and a wonderful singer. <laughs> Aww, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you so much.